Is Christmas so commercialised that you've decided that Christmas is cancelled? Is Christmas a pagan festival that we should avoid like the plague? In today's episode, we discuss this. But we also want to share with you why our family have decided to celebrate anyway. And the four important ingredients that add that special bit of flavour to our family festivities. Hi, my name's Anita. And my name's Kalechi. And you are listening to A A Quiver Full of Arrows, Arrows, the podcast. Raising Christian teens in the modern world. Based on the eternal truth of God's word. So, Kalechi, is it a pagan festival? Mm, Well, that topic often comes up around this time of year, doesn't it? Um, Our Mm. kids hear stuff on social media or their friends talking about stuff and they want to, you know, they raise that at home. Uh, To be honest, I don't really mind people saying that and our kids saying that. It gives us a good opportunity to actually have a good discussion with them. And um, it gives us an opportunity to see, for me, I always use that opportunity to see, you see how the whole world is talking about Christ. Everyone is talking about it. The whole world is talking about Jesus, how he's the most famous man that ever lived it shows how christ has impacted every corner of this world has impacted every culture Mm. throughout this world so for me okay fine we can discuss that but if he wasn't famous nobody would be talking about it it shows about how christ is world famous even though some people don't fully understand him Mm. and people don't really not everyone understands how we got to where we are today so um, it just shows how Christ was and is the most influential person to walk the earth. So I don't really care about that pagan stuff, to be honest. I think it's really mostly um, atheists and stuff trying to um, discredit Christianity or people who don't like Christianity having, um, trying to discredit it. But the people that give me the most... Uh, the re- people that get on my nerves are the Christian, 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 Christians. You know, the the real Christians. You know, who um, they're the ones who are complaining about Christmas the most. You know, they should be happy that the world is talking about Christmas. Yeah, but they're not happy because they're not talking about Christmas. They're talking about presents. They're talking about you know, and and that's yeah, what yeah. why the the Christians, as you put it, are annoyed because they think it's not Christian and actually it's a pagan festival because all that's focused on is presents and food and 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 yeah well if people are focusing on that they can but if they want to then um, at least they there is a reason for the season which is Jesus and they can use this whole worldwide holiday to use that as an opportunity to shine the light on Christ instead of complaining and being negative about it, you know? Um, For example, I saw this guy, um, one of my favourite rappers, his name is Trip Lee, and he released a Christmas song. Um, He released a Christmas album, and he he put it up, like, new song out, just in time for Xmas. (gasps) You know, obviously, most of his um, fan base is Christians. You see how the Christians jumped on trying to just... Crucify him because he used Xmas to say, you know, oh, so you want to take the Christ out of Christmas and all of that stuff. Um, he was like, actually, bruv, Xmas is not crossing Christ out of Christmas. 
X is the first letter in the Greek word for Christ. It's just an abbreviation. You know, Xmas is a common abbreviation for the word Christmas. And, um, but people with, you know, not the most understanding maybe are like, oh, you see, even, even Trip wants to take Christ out of Christmas. Mm. You know, and they're too, they're too quick to complain. So for me, for me, it's really more about focusing um, my family, using that in my, using Christmas in my family to focus on Christ and also using it as a way to show love to others who even are not Christmas. And we're not going to really win much people if we're going to be arguing amongst ourselves and being negative. Yeah, me, myself, I never knew anything about it being a pagan festival. I had wondered why we had a tree and what that had to do with the birth of Jesus um, and the tinsel and all that. But you know what? I didn't really question it. And it was only when my nephew, one year, he, cel- he said he wasn't celebrating Christmas because it was pagan. So I did a little bit of research. But to, to be honest, there's so much conflicting um, information. But what I kind of got was that, for any of you who want to know, but go and do your own research, you'll probably find out something totally different to what I have. But there, in the 4th century, the Romans had a festival on the 25th of December, which celebrated other gods or the god of the sun. And Christians at that time didn't want to celebrate this, so they decided to celebrate the birth of Christ on the same day. Then the Roman emperor, who was previously pagan, converted to Christianity and decided to make this uh, once pagan festival and now a Christian festival to celebrate the sun, the real sun, S-O-N, instead of the sun, S-U-N. So that's apparently the roots of the pagan festival so that doesn't actually tell me it's a pagan festival it tells me that um somebody converted to christianity and decided to make a holiday celebrating christ yeah um maybe before it was and he's hijacked the date but it's about celebrating Christ. Yeah, I think it's also... It's not, it doesn't make it a pagan... It's also festival. a lot of people have the issue with all of the... Everything else ...paraphernalia yeah. Yeah. that comes about with it as well. Yeah, um, Christmas trees, blah, 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 and all of that stuff. But you know what? A lot of... Um, again, like I said, I don't really that much bothered. I think a, a lot of non-believers, Muslims, etc., still celebrate... Christmas, you know, they're still celebrating their. It's it's annoying. Is it annoying? It's not annoying. Well, I I'm happy to be honest. A lot of these non-believers, non-believers still celebrate Christmas. They maybe they don't really focus on Christ, but they still celebrate in their own way. It's better than nothing, as far as I'm concerned, and it gives us opportunities to start conversations about Christ, to talk about salvation, to talk about what it means for us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, this so-called pagan holiday gives us opportunities to get together with our non-Christian friends and families as well. You know, it's good. It's all good as far as I'm concerned. It's also our opportunity to show love, mm. not to complain about the semantics and debate about it. You know, it's it, the focus is the central message of Christmas for me is the love of God so much. God loved us so much that he sent his son the focus of it is for me love and it's that focus on love that will draw people you know rather than 
debating the the semantics. And you know, at Christmas time in offices all around the world, the conversation is usually, "So, what are you doing for Christmas mm, then?" Mm, mm. And it gives you an amazing opportunity. Sometimes, as Christian, we're like, "Oh, how do we evangelize? How do we bring our faith into conversation at work?" Or we can't really talk about mm, it, you mm, know, mm. with all this politically correct thing. But there you go. Someone is asking you, asking. Yeah, we can say asking. That sounded a bit um, West Midlandish. Anyway, somebody's asking you, what do you do at Christmas then? Mm. Oh my gosh, what an open question for you to then go yeah, on and yeah. say, well, let me tell you what mm. me do. Mm. You mm. know, and then you can share your faith. Mm. You can share, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity at Christmas time for you to share your faith. More than that, though, Kay. I believe that God is a God of celebration. He loves a party, I mm. reckon. Mm. And we live in an area of North London where it's quite a, a large Jewish community. And they have, the, the, I mean, the most amount of holidays and festivals ever. I looked up mm. on the calendar. In 2018, they had 10 major holiday, holidays, Purim, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, six minor holidays. And then they had modern holidays and baths and this. And it's great in a way because the roads are really quiet when they have the, the holidays. But I'm like, God is like, you know, even in the Bible, something happens. And then he says to his children, mark this day. Mm. Teach it to your children. Mm, mm. Remember this day when I delivered you. Remember this mm. day when Esther presented herself yeah. to the king. Remember this day. So from that, I feel that God wants us to celebrate. Yeah. And if we can use this time to celebrate, why not? You can celebrate any time if you want, but you get some days off from work. Yeah. So yeah. why not use this time to celebrate? And another thing was so good about the Jews and their um, festivals and their celebrations is that what, what do they do on those dates? They gather. They their, gather. Fam their family gather. Yeah. And, and they talk about their um, special days and their special history and their faith and their traditions. And so it, it, it remains strong yeah. from generation to generation to generation. We need to use the same tactics, the same opportunities in our, fa in our homes as Christians to yeah we can do presents okay we can do presents but if you let that become about what it's all about then you've got a problem you're you're missing the opportunity that they do that they are grasping with both hands every single holiday to gather to sit around and talk about why we're doing what we're doing to spend time as a family to pass on your traditions and that Kalechi, is the first ingredient for our that adds our flavor adds a special flavor to our christmas we, number one, know why we're celebrating. So when we meet as a family, we know why we're celebrating. The Bible, as we've said, talks about us sharing messages um, from the word and our faith. Deuteronomy 6 tells us that we should share things with our kids. Joel 1 and verse 3 from the New Living Translation says, Tell your children about it in the years to come mm. and let your children tell their children 
Mm. pass the story down from generation to generation. Mm. That's what we're supposed to do. So we share our faith from the scriptures. We talk to our children about Christmas. They know the story of Christmas. They've been doing it since they were little in primary school, Joseph and Mary and the baby Jesus and stuff. But more than that, it's about what does Christmas mean to you? What does the coming of our Savior mean to you? How has it changed your life? Has it changed your life? Does it change our life? Does it change how we live our life? All of these questions is a great opportunity to discuss that. Yeah, that's right, 100%. The second flavor, the second ingredient which adds flavor to our Christmas is in keeping traditions, in making memories. Every family needs to make memories. We want our children to look back at these Christmas celebrations with... Um, such pride, such happy, fond memories of Christmas days. We want to create our own traditions. Um, I know the royal family has a tradition, which is that they all meet one place, number one. They all go to church on Christmas morning, number two. They all open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve, which is, for this country, really weird. But... Because the royal British royal family have German heritage, it's not weird because in Europe, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So it's bringing their heritage into, into today yeah. and letting the children know George and Charlotte, Princess George, Prince George and whatever, will know a bit about their German heritage through that. Yeah. So we have some traditions. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we always have our Christmas breakfast. We have our Christmas breakfast. Which involves gammon. Mm, (laughs) With hot pepper sauce. Mm. (laughs) Ah, just thinking about it. Gammon, uh, croissants. Scrambled egg. Scrambled egg. I make the best scrambled egg on the face of the planet. Me, I. No, well. Moi. Yeah, you and Malachi. Yeah, and... So that's part of it. That's part of it. It wouldn't be Christmas in our house without without a special Christmas breakfast, which we have um, just after we've opened the presents. Yeah, definitely. We um, watch Christmas carols. We have Christmas carols playing mm. um, throughout the house, throughout the season. We um, sometimes watch Hillsong Christmas carol concert if we haven't been even though we went we still watched it it's amazing i love it we also make sure that we um not just our nuclear family like mum dad and kids but we make sure we see our extended family so we have a caribbean side of the family and a, a nigerian side of the family and we make sure that we see all both sides during the christmas period it was that we made sure that <laughs> we saw them on Christmas Day. Yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. really... Which was long, really, because basically we would go to church and then from church, then we would have to drive to Reading, where your mum is and where the rest of your side, the Caribbean side, will be congregating often. Times it will be in Reading. Um, and... And then we will go from there to my mum's side of the family, the Nigerian side, um, maybe in... Um, in London. In London, West London. So it'll be long, it'll be too much driving and too... And you know what? There was one time when I said, okay, enough is enough. 
to be honest, we're going to change this <laughs> tradition, okay? Because what we used to do, we used to go to our church. Our home church um, has Christmas service, but it doesn't. it's not like really early and it goes on for long. You know, and I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, after all of this, I'm still going to have to drive. <laughs> I can't be doing this. It's long. You know, you know, respect to my pastor. I love that church. I've been there for, what, 15 years or something. Uh, you know, that is my home. However, if you want to do church until 2 p.m., 3, 4 p.m. on a Christmas day, sorry, I can't do that. Can't do that because I need to spend time with the family. And um, the last time we did that, it didn't even preach about Jesus' birth well, on the day. okay. And then we drove all the way to there. And then all the way to there, it's a bit too much. So we've got a slightly different routine now. Yeah. Number one, preaching about the word is preaching about Christ. Number one. Yeah, but it's Number nice to two, preach about Jesus' birth on Christmas Day, the day that we celebrate Jesus' birth. Don't you think it's a nice thing to do? It is a nice thing to um, do. It's what the kids need to learn and what the kids expect to hear, you know. Well, you're led by the Spirit. So if it's your church, then you preach what you want mm. as directed by the Spirit. Anyhow, so not only was the driving long, it was really difficult to eat two meals on Christmas Day. Yeah. And if we went to my mum's first and we ate, then when we go back to mum Stella, we had to eat again. And she gets offended if you don't eat. I mean, it's like you've insulted her if yeah. you don't eat. Yeah. I mean, why are you here? Not <laughs> Actually, what so are you doing in my house? We changed that. So now our tradition is we stay at home on Christmas. We have our nuclear family. Um, we see my mum... Um, sometimes on Christmas evening and then on the next day, Boxing Day, um, we then see the Nigerian side of the family. <clears throat> so that was that's our Christmas traditions. And we have other things, but really try and make sure that you and as your family have Christmas traditions, have stuff that you do together, whether it's hanging out a stocking, whether it's eating an orange, whatever. You make memories for yeah. your family. Yeah, yeah. And those traditions are important because and you you don't realise how much um the kids um appreciate them because this is when you know this is when you know they appreciate the memories and the traditions when they change. Mm. You know, so like um we're contemplating not going to your mum's, mm. not going to Nan's on Christmas Day. And um, our middle one is, you know, she's trying to start a petition. She wants to hold a review. She wants to, let's, okay, can we talk about this? This is not acceptable. You're changing the tradition. You always go to Nan's. Why? Why do you want to change it for? Yeah, she, she's not happy at all. So, you know, because, you know, I mean, <clears throat> this is the power of making memories and, and having traditions, you know. And, and so with that, it's not even that she's not going to see her Nan because Nan has decided to come to London rather than us going to Reading. So it's not that she's not going to see her Nan or, or the Caribbean side of the family. It's that it's not going to be in Reading that she mm. sees. It's not going to be in Nan's house. Mm. And it's a big deal for her, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So um, well, on the other hand, um, we're speaking to... Jordan, our oldest, who's at university at the moment, and we're saying, look, we're thinking of maybe staying home all of Christmas and not going to to Nan's. You know, what do you, or what do you want to do um, Christmas? And he's like, 
just want to stay home. I just want to be with my family, my brother and sister. I don't need a cousin so-and-so, uncle so-and-so, and everybody else, all the neighbours and school <laughs> friends and stuff coming in the house. Just us, okay? just want to be at home, okay? That's what I want. And reading between the lines, basically, it's, it's just, to be honest, again, that's good because to me that shows that, you know, he really misses home. He really misses home and his own nuclear family, his brothers yeah. and sisters. And um, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to really share us. Um, While he's back from university. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that just shows how, um, you know, tight-knit we are and how he's missing his family, which I think is is really important. That's how we want our kids to feel. We want our kids to always want to come home, always want to return home on days like Christmas because of these traditions and because of how we show love and because of the love that's in our home um, around this time of year. Yeah. And one of the reasons, maybe, because our third ingredient is fun, enjoyment, enjoying ourselves. We have to. Enjoyment. Enjoyment. So throughout the year, we're busy. We run here, we run there. It's not that much time. We do try, but not that much time to just sit and fellowship. Fellowship. Mm. That's such a Christian word. Christianese. Fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah. Uh, and enjoy each other. We try to laugh as much as possible. So we play games. We, we did this drawing game last year, which is, was hilarious because I can't draw at all. And nobody could understand what it was. But anyway, we play games, we watch films, we relax together. We have pajama days where we just stay in our pajamas all day. I love those days. Um, but we just try and, and have as much fun as possible yeah. Yeah, on those right. days. That's right. And our fourth ingredient to um, our, to add in flavor to our celebration is food. I know that Christmas isn't all about food. Christmas isn't all about presents. Christmas isn't all about enjoyment. Christmas isn't, but it's one of the major things. You know, when Jesus shared things, his teaching um, with like the 5,000, they sat and they ate together, isn't it? He had those two fish and five loaves and that's where one of the miracles was done where they it multiplied so we could feed. Yeah. A lot of the, the things uh, um, when Jesus was talking in the Bible, it was around food. Food is major to yeah. any celebration. Yeah. And I think this is one of the reasons why um, Hannah is not so excited about staying home because she won't get that big spread of, of rice and peas and fried chicken and stuff. Me, I'm like, let's just do some roast potatoes and some <laughs> turkey and, and parsnips. Do a Jamie Oliver turkey. Do a, you know, a nice, yeah, nice thing. Gotta go, you got to go big. you got to go big you, as Christmas. You're saying you got to go big, but who you wants to be big. in kitchen on, on Christmas Day? You see that our parents love that. They like to cook. Your mum loves to cook. She will stay in the kitchen all day. Me, not so much. But anyway, yeah, food is important. So we have lots of family traditions. On, um, on the Caribbean side, for Christmas meal, we would have the turkey. Yep. But we also have rice and, rice and peas, fried chicken, macaroni, 
um, fish, mm-hmm. salads, mm-hmm. blah, 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 curry goat, lamb, blah, blah, Glory blah, blah. Oh, God. It's only right. Jelly, only ice right. cream, gatto, all of that. Apple crumble. Apple crumble, mince pies, everything. Yeah. Then, so we've done that. This is what we used to do in the years. We've done that. Then we go to Nigeria in London and mm. we have pepper soup. Or we have the first course is first soup. or some other soup. We have different soup, okra soup. We have gari. We have sometimes pounded yam. First course. Then we have the rice and the chicken and the salmon and the da 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 da. Yeah, it's just right. Ah. It's just good. And it's they just... top it all off with a super malt. Yeah, that's right. That's how it's meant to be, man. This is life. This is enjoyment. This is Christmas. And you don't have to be, you don't have to feel bad about enjoying. Mm. God wants us to enjoy life. He created us with all of the senses. If we were just to stay in one place and not have any enjoyment, he wouldn't create us with this sense to enjoy food, would he? Mm. He doesn't make mistakes. Mm. He doesn't make mistakes. So for me, anything... That he's created for me. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should be gluttonous and go overboard and make yourself sick. But one day, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in the midst of that enjoyment, you're sharing the love of Christ. You can, in the midst of all of that, you can sit down with your family and talk about the reason for the season. You can debunk the pagan stuff and all the other commercialization stuff. You can, um, and another good thing is what we're trying to incorporate is um, giving, you know, sharing, um, sharing for sharing with those who have less than us. I mean, I keep telling our kids, I mean, you've got this, you got a 500 pound phone, you know. This is you. You've got you've got a choice of what crepes to wear. You've got you got you can choose which trainers you want to wear on Christmas Day. You got a lot, man. And there are some people who don't have that. So um, in the past, with our youth group, we've done things with um, feeding the homeless mm-hmm. and so on. So we have to, we do we do that as well and use that opportunity to show love and to give to those who have less than us. All of these, in, these are important ingredients to do together as a family and, and say, as a family, this is how we do Christmas. Yeah. And that last ingredient, um, number five, giving, is the central message of Christmas, which goes back to n- number one, knowing why you celebrate. The fact that God sent his son to this world, Emmanuel, God with us Mm. is so important. He gave of himself so that our lives could be changed forever. And so whatever we have to give during this Christmas time, if you can give some time to help um, in a homeless um, food bank, if you can give some money to a a charity, if you can just knock on a neighbour or, you mm. know, or something that you can say, as a family, this year, we are going to do this to show the love of Jesus to somebody we know or we don't know. I know that growing up over the years, my mum gave a lot at Christmas time in terms of her time. So every Christmas, we would have people who weren't our family celebrating with us because they didn't have anywhere else to go. 
They didn't, you know, we didn't want them celebrating by themselves. They would come to us mm. for Christmas. Mm. And so one of the central messages for our family at Christmas is that of giving yeah. to others. Yeah. But we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas, and as my mum would say. As your mum would say. And um, if whatever you do to celebrate, remember the central truth of Christmas, um, whether it's the 25th of December or whatever day is, the fact is that Jesus was born. Yeah. So celebrate yeah. the birth of Jesus. Celebrate what that birth gave to you. Yeah. Access, direct access to our Heavenly Father through His Son. Yeah. That is worth celebrating. That yeah. is worth being joyful about. Yeah. That is worth it. So yeah. go and have an amazing Christmas. Yeah, go and have an amazing Christmas. And, um, and thanks for um, being part of this podcast. I mean, it's something that is new to us and we're trying it out. And um, thank you for all the lovely feedback and the messages and the encouragement that you've given us this year. Next year, we've got loads more planned. And um, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I know. But next year, we've got lots coming as well. <laughs> yeah and um please share this you know share this episode if you if you like it if you've been blessed by it if you know anybody who will be um blessed or encouraged by this why keep it to yourself that's selfish man share it share it um on your social media send a whatsapp to a friend about this episode and also give us feedback and please give us a review, maybe a review on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Give us a review, share, like, subscribe, visit our website and join our mailing list. Do all of those things. Please. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Bye.